0: Good afternoon, good evening, and good tomorrow to Mo wo welcome back gang
1: episode four should we date Should
0: we date? Does Jules speak English today? <laughs> yes or no <laughs> we hope so we hope so
1: because we have a special guest in fact
0: jules 's mom, which is amazing Woo! <laughs> lucky us we get Father mummy on today, and she will be talking about a really nice um, yet raw conversation that needs to be normalized um, among women in our day-to-day convos and day-to-day activities and day-to-day lifestyle and day-to-day blah blahs Do we agree? Yes,
1: we (laughs) definitely agree. Definitely a topic that needs to be discussed more and more openly and a good opportunity to learn
0: as well. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy and we'll bring it over to Mama Bear. How are you going, Mum? Hi, how are you my beautiful girl, Juliet Shay? <laughs> Thanks. Hello Emily, How adore Ali. you too. are oh, stop it, good to see you, good to see you.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Our number one fan. I yeah. know. <laughs> I would say our biggest fan girl.
0: Literally, like... Mum, so I, me and Emily both are on the Instagram pages and anytime I post a story, Mum just replies to it, like how she normally replies to when I post on my personal account and yeah. I'm like, lucky, like and loves mom because this is just so slightly Sorry. embarrassing but adorable no, i love it
1: jules posted a <laughs> okay, selfie with me the other day and ellie replied back and was like oh my gosh beautiful and i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's i'll take a screenshot of like yeah. what mom has done on our like instagram story combos also so, yeah. follow us on instagram yeah should we date dot pod that is our Insta- yeah, instagram <laughs> instagram instagram Name and TikTok as well. Yes, yeah, we're on TikTok. Millennials, <laughs> I know. Gen Z, I know, I know. Yes, mom. Um, oh, her name is Ellie, by
2: the way, not Hi. just Mum. Yes,
1: Ellie, do you want to introduce yourself? Give a give us a little spiel.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm Ellie. Um, there Eliana. Is- Aliana for those who don't know me when you get to know me it's Ali and, um, <laughs> and that's because no one can pronounce Aliana so yeah. yeah so um yeah uh, everyone likes to have their name heard, so um, if you yeah, talk to I me love and you the just name don't Ariana. say my name, I'll <laughs> say okay, try Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> I have um, proud mummy of two girls, yeah. Trinity Etienne, and my um, entrepreneur starhead. Oh,
0: thanks, Mom?
2: Shea, and uh, her collaborator, very clever. Wow you speak so well. Yeah you're amazing <laughs> I love it already. Emily, just bounce each other's personalities eh? it's a party just in our threesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very happy to be here thank Thanks. you for letting me talk about my little journey. Yeah course. Course. I hope it touches one or two other people. Well do you want there? to
0: tell the listeners what we're
2: talking about today? Um, we're going to talk about miscarriage which is mm-hmm. a huge part of every everyone's world obviously females but Mm-hmm. You know, partners, males, um, other children, parents, everybody yeah. feels some part of miscarriage and it's it's prevalent, it's huge, just people don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. one way, I, I didn't even talk about it, um, I've had quite a few and um, even halfway through my miscarriage journey I had somebody at the hospital say, look, we're doing a survey, would you please sit down And consider going through a questionnaire and going and asking, um, answering some questions because it can help us, the the medical team and other people along the way. And I said, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because while you're going through it, it it's very difficult to talk about. Yeah, of course.
1: But. I mean, it's quite like I obviously haven't been through it myself, but it seems to be like quite a multifaceted thing. Like I know a lot of people feel a certain amount of shame around it and embarrassment, and then mm-hmm. it's not spoken about, so you feel quite isolated. Yeah, like it's a lot of elements to it that makes it a really difficult experience.
0: Especially how hard you want it, and if you yeah. can't get it, there's just it's like I've tried everything I could, and there must be something wrong with me that I can't do it right.
2: Well, yeah. you both touched on very important things. No one talks about it, so you think it's me it's my body Mm -hmm. I've done something wrong Mm -hmm. I'm guilty and um, and then you think oh my god I'm going to be one of those people who don't have children I'll never be able to have children And of course you know the more you try at something the more you fail yeah um, yeah it's a circle
1: yeah for sure so do you want to sort of walk us through your pregnancy journey and the sort of things that you experienced to end up with Jules and Trent
2: hmm okay well um it all started being happy and married and uh, after a few years of partying um, <laughs> and you think, you know, I want to start a family now. We got organised, had a great little house and a dog and um, so I thought I oh, will get started because some people take a year, two years and uh, I actually... So got, it's a known fact that people take, like it takes one to two years to really get pregnant? It, everyone's yeah. different, everyone's mm-hmm. unique and some people... Will do it in their teens, mm-hmm. you know, one week, and they're not even trying. Other yeah. people could take several years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I thought it would take me one or two years because I was in my late twenties. Okay. And um, and parting, 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 and then I thought, okay, you know, it's going to be easy for me. Um, my body's ready, and it really wasn't. I mean, it really was easy, and but it was the things that followed through. Uh, I think it took me about three to four months from when we first decided to get pregnant. Yeah
0: okay. and you were smoking before weren't you and then when you decided to get pregnant you stopped smoking.
2: I think I stopped smoking after my first miscarriage because oh, I just thought it was going yeah. to be so easy. You hear about you know people getting pregnant at 16, 17 and abortions and I just thought oh, I was going to be so easy. Yeah. And so I just no research no nothing just thought let's try and three four months later I did get pregnant so that was pretty easy you know and um and we weren't even like having sex all the time it was mm-hmm. just unprotected sex
1: yeah and I guess the research was also a lot less developed back know, 20 then. 25 years ago whatever
2: compared yeah. to now. Was it, it, it was but I ended up with several books yeah. And um, you know, lots of research and mm-hmm. you know And like
0: in back in the day everyone was smoking, so it wasn't a thing to be like, Oh, stop smoking like a year before you try or just don't even get into it.
2: Yeah. People weren't so much on a health kick, they were like the gyms were just starting to open and they were quite expensive actually. So um people were mostly jogging. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the for the being a healthy person was something an an odd person would do not like today you know everyone's zen and meditating and <laughs> yeah you're and in pilates and um yeah so anyway so after three or four months I got pregnant and uh, I told some people at work because I just did the pregnancy test and it was Aww. so much fun and you know I had the big excitement chat with your dad so this
0: was three to four months into trying yeah and yeah. it
2: was just normal casual sex that you would do you know couple yeah. of times three times a week you know mm-hmm. yeah have an argument it's only once a week <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so and then around um so I mentioned it to a couple of people at work and I mentioned it to a girl there and it it was I didn't tell too many people I was about seven or eight weeks yeah and, um, and then around the, the nine week part you know people were saying oh you better start finding a doctor because it's getting a a bed in the hospital is not so easy and so um anyway so i thought yep i better start being more serious about this and then while i was at work one day i went to the bathroom and there was just this tiniest drops of blood on my underwear and i thought that's weird you know but didn't worry about it because it was so small It was almost like I hurt myself. Wow. So then I went back and um, I was just chatting and just casually mentioned it to this girl. Um, You know, I just found some blood on my underwear. Oh, no. And she said, Oh, how much? I said, Oh, so little, it's nothing, you know don't worry about it and she said oh no i think you should go check it out oh wow and like go to the doctor like go to the doctor wow. and check out because she knew i was pregnant yeah and it, maybe three or four people knew
0: mm-hmm. how how many weeks were you again i was about nine mm-hmm. weeks nine. so
2: yeah so nine to 12 weeks it's it's almost pretty secure
0: yeah and uh and that's so when people start telling right yeah. yeah
2: people normally wait around the 12 month the 12 week, 12 weeks because that's like the end of the first trimester yeah I think normally. yes yeah. yeah exactly yeah so you know I was pretty flippant and nonchalant and I thought no it's no big deal and and then I thought oh get the afternoon off work okay <laughs> I will so I <laughs> called Mark and I said well oh, they've told me that I should go to the doctors I might go and he said okay I'll come with you so I just left maybe an hour earlier after work and we went to St. Vincent's Hospital in the public section and uh, we, we had to wait and it, we just took it easy. I think we had a cup of coffee and um, then we had a... Um, I told them and we had an ultrasound and at, when it's so early they can't give you the normal ultrasound which is over your belly. You actually okay. have a rod inserted oh, in you. Oh, okay. It's, and it's, uh, it's almost like a, you know, 30 centimetres long and that detects um an embryo or a heartbeat yeah and uh, he said to me straight away I'm so sorry there is no heartbeat oh my god and that's what I thought I thought don't be silly it was just the tiniest amount of yeah, blood you know yeah. are you sure and he said and he was quiet for quite a while and he said yes I'm oh my very god. sorry and I thought Oh my gosh. I can't believe I took it so easily was I running up and down stairs was yeah. I being silly did you know i I just could not believe that um I'd miscarried and every movie that I saw you know girls were doubled over and screaming in pain yeah, and blood running about, down like,
1: like people it always seems like a really violent really like painful experience yeah in yeah, movies and, yeah.
2: Yes, and you TV didn't even feel it no quite an wow. intrusion you know there's some warning signs There's yeah aches did they was... say anything like why it happened or No, he said, it's very natural, please don't be upset, you know, you can try again. And this wasn't a doctor, this was the um, ultrasound technician. Yeah. And um, so... How did it feel when you and Dad were in the office? Just, you know, first of all, you feel invaded with this rod. Yeah. By... He wasn't a doctor, Mm -hmm. he was just a young guy. And, um, you know, it's in a clinical area... And you go in with with no expectations and then you get traumatising news, it was,
0: yeah,
2: you, you feel so silly that you didn't take care of yourself better, mm-hmm. and that you're not informed or aware or, you know, I just walked in there blindly and was given the most devastating news. And then you think, why do I tell so many people and what do yes. I do now? And yeah. um, so I went back and, um, and then I told the people at work and I said, just take a few days off. And... And I needed to because um, I had to get a a curette what is that Um, a curette is it's a a small I I don't know if operation is the right word but you do go under a full anesthetic and Mm -hmm. a doctor performs just with a small tool and he scrapes your uterus oh okay to to stop any infections being formed mm-hmm. and just to clean out your lining or your tissues in there so that it's nice and healthy Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, to get it back to normal very quickly. Yeah,
0: um,
2: And then I was told, you know, don't try and get pregnant for at least another three months to really mm-hmm. let it settle and okay. grow and you yeah. know, be ready. Um, so, So that was a huge learning lesson, don't be so flippant. Um, you know, read up, be informed. Have a, yeah. a, a doctor prepared and um, and start looking at all the things that you do.
0: Yeah. So from
2: then on, I stopped smoking. I gave up McDonald's because <laughs> that was what you do after a big night of drinking, mm-hmm. you know. And you cut back on drinking. Oh, yeah, I cut back on drinking a lot. I still drank, but um, I kept back. But definitely cold turkey on cigarettes. Um, yeah. And... Um, yeah, so that was number one miscarriage. So how was the support
1: from Mark? Like during that time, did you rely on him a lot for getting through it? And how was his reaction to the whole experience?
2: He was excellent. He was very supportive. Um, he was very sensitive. He was always asking, "What do you want me to do? How can I help? Are you alright?" And that was really fabulous.
0: Mark Ex- is my dad, by the oh, way. Oh, sorry. We well, didn't like, <laughs> I mean, intro that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, except I didn't know what to tell him to mm-hmm. do. Um, mm. And, you know. and Did you have any other friends going through this around the same time you were? No, nobody. So you were the first. Yeah. yeah. We were one of the first to get married. So everybody was still in girlfriend, boyfriend stage. Yeah. And right. um, yeah, so yeah. no, didn't know anybody else. Mm-hmm. And there was that shame of I'm a little bit older. I wow. I didn't get first gone first one to have a miscarriage you know mm-hmm. even though actually none of our friends knew just my family yeah and um but yeah so then you get through that and and then you and at the same time so there is no embryo but your body is still got all the hormones oh really so your breasts are enlarged mm-hmm. and sensitive and sore and you are still got nausea because some smells turn you off and all you can have is crackers and toast wow and you feel like you want to vomit or you're feeling car sick and um, morning sickness is 12 hours not this you know 6am till noon business it's, yeah i don't know why they call it morning sickness i yeah. think a guy came up with that name <laughs> and um and so and at the same time because you've got your hormonals running around you cry at a drop of a hat you know you'll see a sad yeah. commercial of toilet paper running out out and the little kids crying and you go oh, that's so sad you yeah know? yeah and um yeah sure. so it's it's a real change in you and you've put on weight because it's been mm-hmm. nine weeks of your body growing and so it's it's a whole big it's not just a, it's mental a whole life change mm. yeah. issue it's a physical change Yep, it's a whole
1: yeah and the physical change I feel like would also you like I'm getting all the symptoms as though I was having a baby you know like mm-hmm. I feel like that would be quite confusing even like mentally to be like I know I don't have a baby but I feel like I have all the symptoms which I would have had you yeah know? so like that must be so a disjointed yeah. I guess in a that way.
2: makes you angry yeah okay makes you angry. Yeah. I've got nausea and I'm not pregnant why mm-hmm. why do I feel sick why do I want to vomit yeah yeah absolutely so I had this amazing uh neighbor who lived across the road and she was a registered nurse and she told me of this brilliant doctor that works in the hospital and so I thought I'll make an appointment see him mm-hmm. and he was brilliant he was actually lecturing at Melbourne Uni at the same time I thought okay put myself in his hands we went and had a normal checkup and uh, he said everything's fine you just go whenever you're ready and I did get pregnant again and uh, he said no you know problems come and see me around eight weeks and we'll check everything for you and so um, it was eight weeks and I went in and he used his rod on me to the ultrasound and um, he couldn't find A heartbeat. Really? And he said, look, just to be sure, um, go to the clinic around the corner and, um, because I had private health cover, he said, I'll make an appointment for you in 20 minutes. You don't have to wait. You walk right in. So he went in and again, I walked in all stiff and all tingly thinking this can't be happening. So I had another ultrasound 15 minutes later and yes, there was no heartbeat. Wow Um, And then um, he contacted me Or or I contacted him And he said no problem So I'll organise a curette for you the next day So everything happened so quickly Because of this private health cover And Mm -hmm. having this amazing doctor Um, And it all happened again Just a whirlwind this time Um, I had all my emotions Just crammed in And um, I was just Having an out-of-body experience Being numb And Um, you know trying to be strong and professional about having another miscarriage um, but that was fine so we went in and uh, we went to the Royal, uh, Royal Women's Hospital mm-hmm. and had a room and uh, got changed a private room and then we went into the operating theatre and um, they wheeled me in and so you know I'm lying down there and he said you're okay it's not going to take very long and um, we'll, we'll do it for you start counting from 100 and I, I don't even think I got to 99 and it was all over. And I'm in the waiting room outside where you have yeah. to have a sandwich and you left. And uh, that was that was yeah. the second time. Yeah. It, Interesting. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so how
1: long between um, getting pregnant the first time and the second time was it? Was it a few
2: months, did you say? Uh, yeah, it was it, it was a few months. I think I think I had a break the first time, like, I don't know, six or eight months. Okay. Because um, I just wanted to forget all about it and not be paranoid. And then once you just do start thinking you want to get pregnant, it's another two or three months before it actually happens. Right. Yeah, okay. Every month so, you're waiting yeah. for your period. Does it come through? No, if it doesn't, let's go and get that stick. Let's try. Let's get three sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, let's check. So, usually, like you hear stories how it
0: takes people maybe like two years to even get pregnant. But for you, you were able to get pregnant within three months. The problem was just your body
2: keeping the baby Exactly yeah. yeah. So that's why I had so many miscarriages Because I could get pregnant very easily and yeah. I just couldn't hold it Damn, that's
1: so
0: sad and
2: yeah. scary And a
1: lot of people it's like You know you, you've you got pregnant like you've done it
0: and Yeah then, You know what Accomplishment. I mean And then it's like
1: you don't even I wouldn't even my I wouldn't be
0: able to like trust no. Anytime I got pregnant And then I feel like my body would just kill the baby Because of yeah. like my negative thoughts being like well you're not going to be able to hold on to this one you didn't hold on to the last three I like, feel like it would
1: definitely like I could see how it could induce a lot of anxiety yeah you know the next time around feeling like you know is this going to happen again
0: yeah
1: and yeah as you said, like negative
0: yeah so how did, were much. you even able to stay so mentally
2: strong um you did around other people because you didn't want to be seen as sad you didn't want any pity and Weak. Um, yeah you didn't want you know people to look down on you, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even Mark, because, mm-hmm. you know, I would go to bed and we'd kiss each other goodnight and everything. And then when I could hear him snoring, that's when I would start crying because yeah. your hormones, you can't hold it in. Yeah, oh, mama. So you'd cry and cry and cry. And then when you hear him, you know, hiccup or wake up, you'd stop, he's back to sleep. but they would just stream down. You just, yeah. And then, you know, you'd go to sleep. And you'd just be walking down the street and then you start crying again because it's your hormones. Yeah. Mm-hmm so um damn. yeah wow. so it is you know so yeah women are Wh- amazing <laughs>
0: yeah so then what kept pushing you to was it like how badly you wanted a baby was that what just kept you
2: going yeah, and that's another thing is – that's all you do is uh, on the street, you see pregnant women everywhere. <laughs> you see prams, you yeah. see playgrounds, <laughs> you see babies, you watch movies, everyone's got a baby. That's all you spot. It's like the universe brings you hundreds of yeah.
0: yeah, like when you want to upgrade your phone, you always just see – everyone with the phone that you want
1: yeah i think it's mm-hmm. there's like a term for it. i think it's called like the availability heuristic it's like when you really want even if you want like a really you want a specific car you see yeah everywhere literally yeah it's, it's like so a right. theory because yeah. you're like specifically looking for it like yeah. the, there's not actually any more cars but it's just like yeah your brain is conditioned to see it all the time yeah 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 Smart like cookie.
2: you break up <laughs> and you hear up songs all the time or something yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, yeah
2: yeah oh Alright, so then again a few months later he said, you know, don't try for three months, make sure you're strong And so now I'm watching my diet, there's definitely no junk food, I'm now walking more and I'm reading as much as I can and, mm-hmm. um, Cutting down alcohol and um, and so be- I'm so confident with this doctor So anyway, that keeps me strong and I try again and I'm pregnant within three or four months mm-hmm. So yeah um, that goes well, and um, we do the ultrasound at eight weeks. It's no problem. It's around the nine-week mark because all, mm-hmm. all my problems are around eight weeks. So I thought eight, nine weeks. So, so I go in, and he does the ultrasound with the rod, and he says, oh, you've got an ectopic pregnancy. And I've gone, okay, pregnancy, that's so good. Yeah. And so, uh, and I said, there's a heartbeat. And he said, it's an ectopic pregnancy. I went, okay, that's lovely. I'm <laughs> thinking twins, like what is this? Yeah. And then he said, "No, it's an ectopic, which yeah, means it's not viable. Which means we have to remove it.
1: <gasps> There's an what?
2: embryo, and we have to." And I go, "Why do we have to remove it?" He said, "Your ectopic pregnancy is your embryo is actually at in your fallopian tube. So instead of it going down to your uterus mm-hmm. where it can be fertilized and grow, it's in your fallopian oh tube. Yeah. Which means if it grows, your." fallopian tubes going to burst oh and my it can, it can god kill you. It's yeah really i know dangerous. i heard about and that i didn't know die. what it was called and though many yeah, yeah. many women in african countries and any other country where they're not early detected um, yeah do die yeah and uh and i said can't you just remove it and attach it Somewhere into, else, yeah. yeah and he said no once we detach it it crumbles it oh shit so um yeah it it just disintegrates oh my god so he said you know i'll set up the appointment for you at the royal melbourne's we'll do it for you tomorrow morning you know is that enough time for you to get organized and i just crying the whole way yeah. home thinking what is going on this is my so third you time went with dad at this point you no i wasn't with yeah because i had so much faith in this amazing man who's lecturing at melbourne uni anyway so we went in the next day and um so I've taken my bags in and the nurse said oh here's your room we've saved you a room for you it's the same one as you have last time oh great <laughs> and so she's believing she's being really sweet and looking after me and I'm just breaking down thinking <laughs> oh my god I'm known now for miscarriages oh, like they just see me like a mile away yeah absolutely. So, and so um anyway so that all went through and um and so you know you're supposed to get completely naked and put your gown on yeah and so when we went in so i'm lying there and then he's come in and there's the anesthetic guy and another theater nurse, and i have said to him oh i've forgotten to take my underwear off and he said you know don't worry but that's i remember thinking like being so frazzled that mm-hmm. i'm in autopilot but i'm yeah. still not really thinking you're not like there yeah your brain is yes mouth. that's right um, so yep, wake up again, have my sandwiches, go home. And, wow. Um, and then this. Did that one hurt? No. Mm-hmm. no, no. You just feel groggy and yeah, know, right. like you do after an anesthetic. Yeah. And yep. So waited a few more months. God. And then um, um, I thought, it's it's me. It's not the world. It's me. I've got to change everything. So I found a new doctor from this amazing neighbor of mine and uh, so this neighbor has a lot of doctors up her sleeve well she's a registered nurse so she's been there many years and she's high end so she knew yeah you know when she was going to (laughs) get pregnant this is where she's going to go love that and um so so she found this other doctor so um you know so I told my doctor that um I'm going to change and he just couldn't believe it and he asked me to come in and to talk to me so Mark and I talked Uh, went in together and I said to Mark I I won't be able to talk because if anyone brought up the word miscarriage, I just broke down. Yeah. And um, I said to Mark, when we go in and if he asks why, just say it's me, you know, maybe if I change my environment or change my outlook or change something, it might give me, you know, a new security or Mm -hmm. a new lease yeah and um and and so mark said yes but you'll be fine and i did i walked in with my suit that i would wear to the office and we walked in we're both sitting there comfortably and we sat down we spoke to this you know very intelligent doctor and he said hi ali you know i understand you want to go somewhere else you know i'm very happy for you to do it but um i'm I'm very likely, I know very strongly that you can conceive, it's just a matter of time,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: you yeah. know, what do you think? And I just started to cry straight away and just looked at Mark as if to say, go. Yeah, your turn. <laughs> yeah, so he had the script he went through and he oh, said, totally understood, went out crying, crying, crying. Yeah. As soon as I got to the street I was fine again you know but I'm mm-hmm. so glad that's that part's done mm-hmm. and um, yeah.
0: breath of fresh air new start yes. new
2: beginnings yes did uh, it make
0: you frustrated
1: when he would say the doctor was like you know you can conceive and then you're like it's just not happening there like I feel like that would make me really just frustrated yes yeah,
2: yeah absolutely right mm-hmm. yeah because I'm doing everything right. Yeah, and you're I'm telling me I am I can
1: do it, but it's yes, not happening. Yes,
2: yeah, yes. Absolutely. And I have done it, you know. Where's yeah. your end? I'm doing my end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. So, so that was two pregnancy, uh, two miscarriages and an ectopic pregnancy then. And yeah. I saw this new doctor months later. Mm-hmm. Because you go let them, you know, a few months to heal and mm-hmm. then a few months to try again. And you don't even do it straight away because you're like... Oh, do we really want this? It's a full-time job right now. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And um, and then when you're into it, you're into it. You know, let like, come on, Mark, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start putting some sexy movies on. You know, it's yeah. time. Well, for that's, me, like, this is a question
0: about sex now. Could you even enjoy it fully, knowing like your intentions weren't for like pleasure anymore? It was purely just to get this baby. And would that like freak yeah. you and you know dad out? Like because pressure on yeah, the there's experience. so much pressure yeah. on the experience.
2: Yes, you're right again, because you know you're fertile like uh, two to two three weeks before your period. Mm-hmm. So once you know that, you're like, let's go. So the first couple of times it's very sexy, and then the third day, it's come on. We better do it <laughs> yeah. just in case. We so only that. got a few days. So quick,
1: we'll make the most of it. Yeah, there's like three days I think of the month yeah. It's like prime. I think
2: yes so that's right like the year time to yes get pregnant. that's right the, yeah. the best the peak mm-hmm. and then the two or three days on either side it's mm. highly likely and then it starts to drop and then you've yeah. got to wait another month again and so then in between the waiting like did you like
0: how was your relationship with them because were you upset that like you guys weren't have like weren't able to even conceive like could did you take it out on each other or was yeah, how it still, did it change your like relationship? yeah i want to know that how did it change the relationship how no were it, able to it was fine because
2: you know we loved to eat and we had great food and lots of wine we had this yeah. amazing dog we had the madly German in love still like, yeah everything
0: was good they're cause. still madly in love but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But with, with all, like all face- the
2: ups and downs you guys were still nonetheless madly in love like yeah, yeah. it's just when it was closer to the time I didn't want to have sex because I'd say save your sperm yeah (laughs) I want a really strong one you know yeah (laughs) don't (laughs) don't waste all the little ones yeah exactly so um yep so during to the time you really would be more and I would you know just put on something a little bit nice and every other time it'd be Trek suit, jeans. yeah,
1: <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 13th, yeah, yeah. Like
2: yeah So, I mean, there's so, so many times you can be super yeah, sexy, yeah, exactly. Because, like... yeah, you're trying
0: to like not add pressure to it, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, then you start overthinking it, and then yeah. it's like that's not what any of that's about,
2: as no. Well. And there were times when he would say, oh, Do you want to? Do we really need to you know can we leave it till tomorrow yeah and go, oh wine this wine is so nice
0: <laughs> <laughs> no um, i remember watching one of the episodes with keeping up kardash keeping up with the kardashians and this is when kim was really trying to get pregnant with um their oh, with second kanye. yeah with their second child with kanye and um she was like in between photo shoots and they would stop the photo shoot she would run to the um disabled bathroom Kanye would arrive they would have sex for like what like seven minutes Mm -hmm. and then she would come out and then go back to the photo shoot because she's like and then she like says to the camera like we're meant to be doing it seven times a day and this is like the fourth time like you know so it's just there's not like sometimes not that much romance there because it's more like you know a team effort and trying to get the deed done yeah yeah.
2: yeah, for sure. Mm. And it might start off with no more, not much romance, but once you get into it, it's yeah fun. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, so it's it's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then I finally saw um, my new doctor called Peter, who was much younger, and and I just felt instantly better because the first guy was older and very professional and always in his suit and tie and briefcase. And, yeah, right. Which I trusted, and this younger guy. I also trusted, but I think I just seemed more approachable. He had a, w- a picture of his wife and kids on his desk. Love three that. Kids. Yes. Quite personable, really, mm-hmm. isn't a- it? Exactly. Yeah. So um, I just felt relaxed. And, you know, he said, what can I do for you, Ali? So, of course, I started crying straight away. And he just moved the tissues over. And, you know, he was so easy, so um, aware of how I was going to be. yeah. And I just went through the whole case, which he knew because the previous doctor passed over all my details and you know i said you know i'm always trying and i've still got nausea my hormones going up and down my body changing and you know i said that's okay we'll just do it and when it happens it happens and um anyway so ended up getting pregnant with him well with my husband (laughs) and um yeah so it worked out really well and um Anyway, so that was my fourth pregnancy, which was the most successful, and that's where
0: that was you.
2: That was me. Yes.
0: Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. <laughs> like you at it. it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I won the race. You're number four.
1: <laughs> well done. Anyway. Thanks. Did you still have quite a lot of anxiety with that pregnancy up until
0: the first trimester? Yeah, absolutely,
2: Emily. Yeah. Absolutely. Every time I went to the toilet, I would not want to go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, before oh, be scared I scared looking at your underwear before I even would go I'd check my underwear and I'd tell myself do not do this but you just do it because it happened to me so many mm-hmm. and I was forever like you know if there was any sort of leak or anything I'd go I'm going to go check in the toilet yeah. forever everything went fine it was most normal most perfect pregnancy yep and
0: I was just and you strapping. are the <laughs> most normal
2: <perfect laughs> <laughs> baby ever.
1: Look at you. Thanks, Fish. Uh, was there a point in the pregnancy where you didn't feel anxious anymore? Were you like, okay, I think this is going to be okay? Or were you sort of nervous up until the end?
2: Um, no, I was, I was really good the whole time. Mm-hmm. Good, the whole time. Until the morning of, you know, the, the contractions. Well, I didn't have contractions, actually. My day of birth. Oh, I did have um, Braxton contractions. Oh, what but is it was that,
1: Braxton Hicks? It's like false labor. People say basically, It's like oh, you get like really? a sensation. Is that right? You get the sensation uh, of yes. labor, but it's not.
2: Yeah. You get cramps, mm-hmm. but it was way too early, and I just thought it's not contractions, but it's nice to feel them. But, yeah. Um, anyway, so the around the time that you were due, I w- I woke up in the morning, six thirty in the morning, and um, I went to the bathroom. And it's winter. It's June. Seventeen. I was gonna say Yeah your birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did everyone hear that? June seventeen.
2: And at six thirty in the morning I go there, I go to the the bathroom and I look at my undies and there's blood. Aww. And I'm like, Oh my god, what's happened to the baby? Have I something gone wrong? So already I'm trembling. And, and I, it was like a lot of blood. wasn't just like was a little, lot. You were blood. like dripping. The floor was drenched. Oh really? Yeah. But not not that much, but my oh. undies was was um, pretty. <laughs> and so anyway, I just went to the phone. It was landlines in those mm. days, and I just called the hospital. And I just spoke. And I said, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm due to come in not for another week or so, and um, I'm bleeding. And I'm, so, and I'm already crying. On them. And she's like, slow down, just calm down. It's uh, It happens to a lot of people, don't worry. Just come in anyway, we'll check you out. Bring your bag and don't worry, you know, if it's nothing you'll go home, but let's just check you out. So they must get, you know, all these poor women going in frightened the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So I've gone in and I've woken Mark up and I've just managed to put a tracksuit on that fits and just a shirt and it's freezing. I've got a coat on. We're walking. I'm crying the whole way there. He he drops me off. I go in and um, and they put me in a room and they've said, you know, we've called your doctor. He'll be in in about an hour. It's, don't worry. And I'm thinking, why are they all so calm? Like I know mm. this is not good. This is not right. Yeah, and they're just t- waiting for the bomb to drop. Yeah, yeah. Especially with when like blood
1: every other time is signified something really negative. You yeah, know? Yes. About I've it. had it's...
2: all these conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And so then I lie on my on this bed and the blood is coming and that they actually have to put towels under me and then they start removing the towels and putting new towels and I'm just crying, crying and then finally Peter comes in and, and Mark is there the whole time and he's like, Ellie, it's okay, don't worry, just calm down because when you're stressed, it affects the baby. The baby's yeah. thinking, what's wrong, you know? So just calm down. So that helped me a little bit to calm down. And, um, and then he just started talking to Mark about football. About <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's <laughs> no so
0: attention here. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And
2: I'm thinking, is this a tactic just to help me to calm down? Or, yeah. Or, you know. I'm ad- just getting mad. Oh, like, why do, do you, you
0: not care? <laughs> well, is this is
2: just bad news. That are going to slip to me slowly. and Yeah. Um, and you know, Mark's really excited. They're talking about Richmond, so he's oh. forgotten all about <laughs> yeah. the baby. And, and, uh, know, as it's... usual, classic, <laughs> classic. Richmond, <laughs> Richmond or Juliet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so um, many, many hours later, um, Ju- uh, Shay Juliet was born at six thirty at night. So from mm-hmm. six thirty in the morning till six thirty at night, this was the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so and you were supposed to be called Shay Juliet, but when we saw you, you were just too strong to be yeah. a Shay. So we changed to Juliet. 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 Yeah. Shea. Shea. Okay. And well, you were just stunning, Classic. this little crier that was like Oh me out of here. No- yeah. noisy from the start. <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this little dynamite cracker, this mm, was yeah. like, you know. Christmas, sparkles. Wow, it was a great idea to get my Goody. mum on the podcast,
0: <laughs>
1: Where did you get the name Juliet? Jules explained in the last episode where Shay came from. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, Juliet, we, we... Mark and I both worked at this pub, and there was this most beautiful girl there, really quiet, called <laughs> Juliet. She was just... And every time she walked, everybody would just notice her. She had short hair. She was... Um, uh, she was Asian actually. She was just petite and feminine, and just you just couldn't take your eyes off her. And we just thought, What well, that's lovely! And then we saw the movie Romeo and Juliet yeah, with Leo I thought of. DiCaprio. I thought of yeah, and you know, that movie was just stunning. Yeah, As that came out in 1998, did it? Yeah, oh, and we're that. sitting in the movie and we're going, It's definitely Juliet. We are having a Juliet. She's a wow, mm-hmm. like a Juliet, like. And everything just fell into place, Juliet. But I, felt different. But well, we went oh. for the French yeah. version, Juliet. Uh, Juliet. Oh, I'm back here, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Merci. Yeah. So, and you do, you stand out. Uh, people, people's eyes follow you uh-huh. when you go around. And Classic. Let's talk about the rest of the <laughs> podcast. Sorry, right? we're just, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gassing you up. Yeah. <laughs> get a
0: little. Oh, everyone's you. <laughs> you. We got it. We got yeah. it. <laughs> About, I do
1: agree with that, though. You definitely have, like, a bit of an aura about you. Oh, I love that. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's an aura about
0: you. No. Yes! <laughs> no, yeah. You're a fucking meteor. See? Aura. Meteor. Meteor? Meteor. Oh, my goodness. You're meteor. As soon as you come into any room, it's like, bam, Emily's here. I think that's... Mm. Yeah. Meteor! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving
2: on, yeah. Juliette
1: Shay. <laughs> yes. yeah, was born. Yeah, she Ta-da.
2: was born. She was lots of fun, and um, yeah, a few months later, a million photos, and then we thought, time for another one. And, Cute, uh, Take two. yeah. <laughs> how months? How many months apart? Uh, it was over a year, so maybe one year and one month, one okay. year and two okay. months. That you started trying again. Yeah, or, yeah, or maybe like twelve months. Maybe it was a year. Mm-hmm. It was around a year. Could 11 months i don't know um and then we tried again and um and so i knew yay i can do it like no problems at all and i've got a perfect baby everything's good tried and uh you know went to the same fabulous dr peter Mm -hmm. and um around uh nine weeks nine and a half weeks miscarried wow and i just thought this is ridiculous you know yeah uh, but i was A- and okay. absolutely like there was no reason that you miscarried there's it was no just reason miscarried that's yeah. right no reason um and so then my new dilemma was not that i knew i could keep getting pregnant but i just thought we're going to be one of those families that only have one child <laughs> so you know i'm hope i not over the top and give her everything she wants and yeah panic every time she's five minutes late and mm. which like also this nothing
0: bad with families that have one child just no. right. mums from a big big family yeah, yeah. so like it yeah no, and it's she taken just me so long mom. to yeah. have
2: one child like you yeah know, i just
0: can't believe it you yeah. want you because you come from a big family you want a big family
2: yeah yeah so, but this time you know i've really kept it to ourselves and we haven't shared the information and it's okay and i know i've got the nausea and the weight gain and the hormones mm-hmm. and, we get through it again and then I just want to try again so uh, we tried straight away and the second time it was fantastic it was really good I was home with this baby mm-hmm. and uh, who's you know one in a bit and I'm pregnant three or four months later and um and, uh, and then a girlfriend rings up and says who worked for recruitment says you know I need someone to help me I've really got this big job can you you can work from home. I've just got you to ring up candidates, and you can interview them over the phone. And I thought that's exactly what I need I'll to be distracted. Yeah. You know, not think about this new pregnancy. So I did that, and then we got so busy. She said, "I'm going to need you to come into the office. Can you mm-hmm. organise a babysitter and come in?" So I did. I worked with her till I was about five and a half months pregnant, and Mum looked after you. And then sometimes, or once a week, Mark's parents would look after you. And yeah. Uh, so you were so happy mm-hmm. being socialised and yeah, entertained. shared I was with my grandparents. And I was working in this recruitment company. And then um, around five months' time, pregnancy, Mark got a job in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to Singapore. I was five and a half months pregnant. So then I started to worry a little bit because it's going to be, I have to find a new doctor, it's new food, it's a new culture. It's very yeah. hot over there. There's no support system, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't got my mum if I need anything or um Yeah. Anyways, I, I didn't know you moved
1: over to Singapore when you were pregnant with yes.
2: yeah.
1: I knew she was born there, but I didn't yeah, I didn't know that's when you moved over. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. lot. Yeah, it is <laughs> lot. Yeah. So I had to find a new home as well and, you know, organise the furniture and the new car. Take care of me while Dad's at work. Yes, as well as we get up two, three are. nights yeah. for, you know, your familiarize feeding. yourself with a new place yes but live on my own be independent and mm-hmm. um, yeah wow so all of that happened found a new doctor he was the most amazing doctor that i wrote a letter to the ministry of health in singapore and said you know this doctor is fantastic he's excelled and i just want you to know as an australian we have high australian standards but he is also outstanding and wow so and then they <laughs> contacted him because i didn't tell him i wrote a letter so he said he, he found out that was really good anyway so um then i had trinity and um she was she was perfect and i had uh, i remember i wanted um an epidural which they just slide in this tube and so you didn't have an epidural with me course I did oh yeah okay yeah. you were painful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> classic yeah yeah I loved it It just couldn't feel anything mm-hmm. and then with with um, Trinity I said epidural as well and I remember thinking hearing one of the nurses saying to the other one do you think she's had a lot of the epidural and now then I'm starting to worry have they overdosed <gasps> me or, or oh my or, god you know, putting this eye saying can you feel this no can you feel this no can you feel, <gasps> this? No. Can you feel this no no <laughs> Yeah. That is fucked. So, yeah. what
0: do but you think they over epidural? Yes, yeah, so
2: you know, I think you just get paranoid when yeah. you're pregnant. And, but, um, yeah. oh, that's so scary. Yes, yeah, so and and yeah, so but I couldn't feel a thing, so I was sitting there, I was reading Mandela's um, Long Walk to Freedom mm-hmm. big fat book, had my red lipstick, and your dad would say, Do you want a photo? And I'd go, Wait a minute, put my lipstick mm-hmm. on, <laughs> have a photo.
1: Yeah, it was terrific. Love that. How was the hospital experience in Singapore?
2: Exceptional. Okay. And um, this doctor was; his office was adjacent to the hospital, so I went in for my appointment at eleven thirty, and he said, "Oh, you're like you're three centimeters dilated. You've got to be about you know." Yeah,
0: this is the hospital that decided to glue my head together rather
2: than stitch it up. Uh, Was it this one? No, I think we went to KK Hospital, which is a children's hospital. Really? Which I thought. Oh well, they know what they're doing. It's mm. a children's hospital, and they did glue your head together.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, that's why there's a scar. See, my brother had no, to there's get.
2: No, it's not a scar because of that. Sorry to interrupt.
0: What is
1: it
2: from? What's the scar from? Um, when did I go to the science center? Because of Dexie. And well, <laughs> shout out. There, there was some bricks that they were building, um, you know, children type houses, yeah. and he threw it. My cousin and it just landed perfectly it was like a magnet it just landed there so we had to go and get it re-adjusted like re-glued yeah God, because it started bleeding again yeah wow my
0: life look at it that's it's chaotic <laughs> like, that is chaotic we live in the matrix that's why it literally landed straight on the scar that was someone the second did on time. the sims <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> what were yeah. you say? Oh, I was saying my brother, he, like, split his ear open one day. Like, Mm yeah, and they glued it together. And it was just, like, same thing, just, like, glue. And I was like, that can't be a thing. And and it's, like, I mean, I guess, like, you can hide... Like the ear is not a big deal really. No, it was my
0: fucking forehead. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe they could have added a stitch in there. I don't know. I, know. I don't know. And then like, yeah, I think her. I was like, what, sixteen or something having the conversations with mum and she's like, honestly, if you just if if you if it's a problem, we can just go slice it again and get it stitched. And I'm like, I'm Hold on. I'm like that's six, not a bad idea. I'm sixteen though. Like I don't wanna be walking around with stitches with my head again. You can get it like lasered. People get like scars lasered. I actually do not care. Okay, well, let's talk about that. I you actually, like, you can't tell the scar. I love it. It's a great story to tell. And for another day, we only told you half the story. Mum was the cause of the first story, but whatever.
2: Moving on. Yeah. Trinity was born. <laughs> yeah, so she was perfect. Yep. And uh, she was born in Singapore, yay, but she only has an Australian passport. Really? Sad. Yes. Wow. They don't give you both. Really? So, I get it. So,
1: the age difference between you and Trinity is how long? Two years. Two years, okay. Mm-hmm. You are two under two.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's actually even a bit less. It's probably like 17 or 18 months or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like my sister and I. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. 15
0: months, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, that is. God, cool.
0: they hopped on that quick, didn't
2: okay. they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, <they're running laughs> like <that. laughs> Yes, they did. 15 months.
0: Yeah, it's quite
2: quick. Hey.
0: Yeah, Okay continue the story mum uh,
2: we're so, not over. so we're in Singapore and um, you know your dad's saying you know should we have another and I'm thinking oh two perfect girls why not let's have another and then we had one more pre- uh, miscarriage in Singapore and I just thought you know I think maybe it's a sign we've got two perfect ones let's mm-hmm. just stop now Yeah. so I think that totals four miscarriages one ectopic and two successful pregnancies
0: Love that! Yeah, amazing. Congratulations,
1: Helia. Helia. And yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, we turn out pretty okay. Do you
1: feel like the like, I guess society in general needs to have greater visibility around miscarriages? Like, what sort of things should happen to increase mm-hmm. conversation and create like a safe space? Like, I know a lot of people who've had miscarriages, and no one ever talks about it. Really, like this yeah. is the first conversation I've ever had with someone.
2: yeah i think you just summarized it completely yeah and beautifully it really you do really need to talk about it out loud Mm -hmm. um you know it's very normal Mm -hmm. um i've known quite a few people who've had one i don't know if they've had many than as me but that's because no one's talking about it and i really this is the first time i'm talking about it too so nobody knows that i've had so many so it would be so much fun. I don't know about fun, but just to normalise it as you both said yeah, it right Yeah, just at because the beginning, so many women
0: have to go through. It's so normal. Yeah, I think the only reason I thought that this was a conversation to start talking about was um, through a, per- a post Chrissy Teigen had posted a while ago i think almost like a year ago now did she have a stillborn yeah she had a stillborn and um obviously that really hit her hard like i think she went off social media for months because of like the depression that came from the stillborn Mm -hmm. but she also wanted to advertise that on her social media pages saying like it's such a normal thing for people to have miscarriages stillborns like ecto. Ectopic. ectopic pregnancies, yeah. um, even fertility issues, yeah, and like it, not exactly. being able to get pregnant yeah. is really, really common. And as it's, well. and this and she didn't want women to feel any shame from it because it's like we all go through it. And um, if we normalize the conversation, maybe we wouldn't be putting so much, you know, guilt and shame onto ourselves. Yeah, because um, it's it. You'll like every woman will start to know that like everyone's going through, and we all have each other's back, and we all it's like a safe place for all of us to. Live, live through these things like these traumas with for sure, yeah, for sure.
1: And I also yeah really appreciated how Mark like supported you and like hearing about that side of it as well because I it's like yeah Chrissy Teigen like all these people yeah obviously it's like a personal thing for the person bearing the child but it's also a big yeah. impact on your partner and mm-hmm. when you're trying to create a family together it's. Yeah, it could a
0: add Added add pressure To the relationship yeah, as well. of course Risk the relationship You know When there's fertility problems Couples end up Just breaking up Because of like They just become Very distant from each other So it's also nice To see that You know yeah. You and dad Were able to have Each other's back And um, he was able To help you through it Because it's definitely Mentally and physically Like affecting you mm-hmm. And your body um, And dad has to be The supportive one If
2: he wants You know To help you out Yeah <laughs> um and you know your hormones are going so you're not yeah. even you like i would cry so much every night to sleep during the day how many times do you see me cry yeah hardly ever but like yeah once every 10 years yeah <laughs> so what you just said about couples breaking up is because you can't talk about it you're all bottled up and then you're blurted out and then you're bottling up mm, so it's yeah so good for males to understand because they do want to help they don't know what to do yeah you know so um it's very hard to talk about it during, so if they have an idea maybe before or after, yeah. it mm-hmm. helps them for when it should it happen. Yeah, yeah.
1: amazing uh should we wrap up on a more i was gonna ask one more like lighthearted question yeah you can is it okay um i was gonna we've ask...
0: got a segment coming oh yeah coming this way mom <laughs> stay oh. tuned, stay tuned listeners <laughs> i like my segment segments i like yeah. bring them up <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get yeah. to that
1: no i was gonna ask you what is your favorite part about being a parent you know you went through all these pregnancies and oh, yeah. all these mm. struggles yeah What what's your favorite part of the whole thing obviously you've got two amazing daughters and a dog still. Oh yeah, Shut up. <laughs> shout out, shout out, cruzy doozy. <laughs> yeah, but you've yeah you've like raised two amazing, very independent daughters.
2: Um, I'm in awe. I thought my favorite part was being the mum. I found out straight away what I was having. You know, it was up to Mark if he wanted to find out straight away. And I talked oh, really? to my child all day, all night, every day. And I loved that part even before I got to see the child.
0: Wow! Wow! That's really cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, amazing.
0: I, I think I was talking about it with my cousin yesterday, and we we're like, we just could not imagine you um, having a boy. Like you were a girl mom. Oh, really? Like she's just a girl mom. That's it's so crazy. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine her talking to her son because she talks to her girls like in such a girly way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have to teach me.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Really, yeah. 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 My parents were like, they had two daughters, and they're like, got to go for a son, and then they yeah. got my brother, and they were like, <laughs> Dad was like, yeah, like, <laughs> so happy.
0: But yeah, no, it's yeah. Some people just prefer. Yeah. Okay. One. So welcome to my next segment. Um, ah, don't look at my computer screen. I like to have a surprise for you guys. So this is called uncover. Un- <laughs> <laughs> this is called uncomfortable fact segment yeah. with
1: juliet with juliet we we've got it.
0: emily and mama over here mama love bear it. so yeah i like to do these segments because they're just like super odd and i have no correlation to what we've been talking about the whole episode keeps it fun keeps, uh, it, keeps it fun and fresh fun sure. fresh okay so first uncomfortable fact do you know that wasps can remember people's faces wow yeah
1: I reckon mosquitoes can too. Those yeah. little flies <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kill me yeah. every summer. Yeah, um, you're so right. Yeah, really? what's that about? Yeah. Weird. Weird. I wonder why though. Um, their memory Weird. is just phenomenal now,
1: I guess. Yeah, certain flies, it's like a fun bio fact for you. Mm. There's like certain certain species of flies that people use um for like to study like human reproduction and like genetic traits because wow. they like yeah. I don't know, the genetics and the genotyping is similar between humans. So, like, flies are a really big study tool. And so I wonder if there's any, like... Correlation. I don't know, probably not, but (laughs) I think it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay, number two. The average person forms 400 friendships, but only 33 of them will last. I don't like 400 people, I think. Okay, no, like, over your lifetime. Oh. Yeah.
2: I wonder how they get those numbers.
0: Maybe, like, they interview people um when they're about to head to the grave
1: am i in your 33 that's gonna last yes yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, i'm pretty pretty yeah for sure 33 would last and it's like mum, you still have friends well you count people that you haven't spoken to spoken to in like 20 years as your friends still so those are like the 33 that will last Mm -hmm. you know okay yeah because if you bump into them and you're like oh my god it's like yeah you're you number
2: know. 27 yeah <laughs> no 33 uh-huh. you just made it <laughs> you are
0: yeah you're on the line um some species of octopus eat their arms when they get bored
2: <laughs> that's kind of like terrible, isn't yeah it? <laughs> it's dieting yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keto we love it um <laughs> that's crazy yeah that that's is so weird. that's random isn't yeah it? that
0: is weird. um uncomfortable as well
1: it is yeah <laughs> but they've got like seven others <laughs>
0: There we go. So, so they it's like. like did they really need it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, midnight snack. How
1: many arms um, does an octopus need to survive? Do you really need all eight? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Do you <laughs> know what <I> mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, let <that's> be <the> economical. <laughs> um, ancient Romans used urine as mouthwash. Yeah,
1: it's you're, urine is sterile. Yes. It's you like, put it on sores. <gasps> and if you have athlete's feet. <gasps> is this a you jellyfish put a on the jellyfish story?
0: The jellyfish story from Friends. I know. I know. You like, know that's not that's not, not true, true, but everyone thinks it's true and they had to put it out being like, it's oh, really? not actually true. If you pee, like if you get stung by a jellyfish, they were like, in the movie, or in the show, oh. pee on it. No, no, no. It no. does nothing. You're not just sp- putting urine on <laughs> your leg. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But wait, what? Urine is sterile and you can use it as a mouthwash.
1: Yeah, but like, there's like, um, who was that guy? Oh my gosh, that guy who played footy and he died recently, like the footballer and he was married and he was like, he had really bad cancer and he had kids oh my god what's the guy's name he plays like Essendon or something Mom? oh my gosh who am i thinking of i can't think anyway but he mm-hmm. had cancer as well and he would drink his own urine <gasps> really a, like holistic treatment i can't remember the guy's name but yeah that's crazy it is the a thing. holistic
0: thing mm. that mm. doesn't
1: shock me that much that's not that uncomfortable. that
0: shocks me and makes me uncomfortable okay because also the fact like how did it's ancient rome how did they know
1: reuse reduce recycle Straight yeah back in i guess like how
0: that. did they know though like i, so, I think of yeah. mouthwashes like people do it for like you know that fresh breath smell Mm. but like you smell urine you're like this is not fresh breath type of material
1: there are so many things though when i'm like who discovered this yeah you know
0: oh um milking milking cows like weird what were you doing yeah what were you doing what What were you doing yeah
1: (laughs) Who decided to like kill a sheep
0: and like put it on
1: a smoky barbecue like yeah yeah
0: weird no so weird strange okay moving on yeah um, the average person walks by 16 murderers in their lifetime. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that doesn't
0: surprise me. Well, yeah. I, I, when I read it, it did surprise me until I watched the Ted Bundy documentary. Oh, yeah. And then he said, people don't realize there are killers around them. And I was like, well, the, 16, the 16
1: people fact seemed pretty real yeah. now. Also, I'm going to give a shout out to it. I recently watched Dr. Death on Stan. Oh, I told you about it. this, but it's yeah. a documentary about a doctor who basically just didn't do enough training and would perform procedures on people to the point where like, they couldn't be reversed without killing the patient. So he would mm-hmm. screw things into people, knowing that if you took it out, they'd bleed to death. Mm-hmm. And he'd sever nerve. He was like crazy, crazy. Anyway, he ended up losing his license, but... I don't know where I was getting at this. Oh, serial killers can yeah. be doctors. Yes. Okay, it's not very useful. Um, and also watch it on Netflix, Doctor
2: Death. Come <laughs> <laughs> on face. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. it was really yeah, awful. My God, because you trust them. Yeah, totally. And mm-hmm. he had
1: like he did have the credentials, but he so I think normally he meant to do over a thousand hours of surgery. He'd done like hundred and twenty. Yeah. No, it's so sad and it's like, scary. Yeah, and there was things that I was like, I got fifty six percent on Anatomy at uni, mm-hmm. and he, like I would know this stuff. He was like would put screws into people's soft tissue yeah like into their like fat or something which is like there's no need like you put screws into like bones like he was he did like spinal surgeries it's like he'd put it like and then when they would ask him
0: how did you do it he would line he would say he'd be like i'm the
1: surgeon i know what i'm doing yeah and he he would say it in the
0: right order and then they'd be like yeah that checks out
1: yeah he was smart but he Mm. just was like crazy yeah and he wrote emails to them being like and like a cold blooded killer to his like <gasps> staff and stuff. It was so weird. Anyway, definitely watch it. Doctor Death, I would recommend
0: there we go, guys. Recommendations, some facts. Are yeah. Facts? Yeah, that is. Oh, okay. uh i want to save all the others for like, you know, other episodes. Nice. Okay, Don't want to just bulldoze it all in one episode, kind mm. of, Yeah. Yeah. Well stay tuned. For stay more fun tuned. Facts. Uncomfortable.
2: Uncomfortable
1: facts. Facts. Man. Yeah. Well thank you Ali for joining us. Episode Thanks, four.
2: mommy. Oh, are amazing. Fun. Emily and Julia It was lovely. Yeah, really thanks. lovely to be girly girly with you Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Did feel kind of girly. I guess. Um, yeah, love you. I'll see you later. And yeah, tune next week episode 5. Episode wow. 5 guys. We're making headway. <laughs> we are. Stay
2: tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye.